Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Chris's Culinary Cuisine Course. If you guys forgot about the criteria of these podcasts, that's alright, because I'm going to go over it one more time for you guys. In the last episode, we discussed the different meals that I would serve for each time of the day. I know it's a lot of steps for each recipe, but if you stay through the whole thing, it'll satisfy your hunger. I'll also give the answer to this riddle. What did the French chef give to his wife for Valentine's Day? Stay tuned for a laugh. Hope you guys are ready for this, because I'm about to break it down for you. In this episode, we're going to focus wholly on breakfast and how to make it. What might you make for a good breakfast, one might ask? Me and my interviewee will both instruct you all on how to serve the classic American breakfast. In the previous episode, I said I would include each different spice and even the sounds of each recipe being cooked, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. But before we begin, I'd like to introduce to you our special guest, my mom. I chose to work with my mom because she is an excellent cook and a great mentor. I hope all of you will enjoy the outcome of this podcast. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you guys my mom. Hi everyone, I'm Monique uh, and I'm Christopher's mother. Enough about me, so let's just get into talking with my mom. So mom, could you uh, tell us a little bit about your cooking experience? So I never really had any formal cooking training, but I think um, most of the things that I learned were self-taught and out of necessity. So I got married at a very young age and immediately had to think about dinners for myself and my family. So the first thing I started to do was look at um, recipes or, or get recipe books and um, recipes from friends and, and start making meals that way. Um, later in life, I was able to use Pinterest for a lot of recipes that, for dishes that I've never cooked before. Um, but over the years, I think I've just kind of created favorites, um, based on, you know, my family's reactions or preferences. And then, um cooking something over and over you kind of get used to the recipe and you tweak it yourself to to your own taste so really everything that I learned was just basically trial and error in the kitchen on my own that is very interesting and a lot of input if you ask me so mom could you tell us a little bit about your favorite entree to cook so I don't know that I have a favorite meal to make but I think one of the first meals that I really liked making because it was easy and everybody seemed to like it my kids and everybody else who came over and was eating my food um, was chicken broccoli alfredo and um, that was something that everyone just seemed to like now I typically try and make meals ahead of time because of my work schedule and not being able to have a lot of time in the evening to think about something too complicated. I think my favorite go-to meal, just because of the convenience of it, is a crock-pot meal. So that would be anything that I could throw in a crock-pot and just let cook all day so that when I get home, it's minimal effort to get dinner on the table for everyone. What would you say your favorite meal of the day to cook is, and what kind of entree would you cook in that meal? So I think one of my most favorite meals to make is brunch um, and or breakfast. 
just because I like to get creative with eggs and um, breakfasty type of stuff. Um, so I enjoy making quiches. Of course, Christopher will always eat breakfast any time of the day, so it was easy to make some bacon and eggs for him at any meal. Um, but when I'm doing brunch, I kind of like to mix it up and, and have quiches and um, probably cinnamon rolls or casseroles. And I love making corned beef hash from scratch. Um, I like to put on a big meal, especially when we have company and brunch is always a favorite. Mom, would you say there's a certain spice that you usually use for each entree or a little recipe that's secret to the family or yourself? So if I had to decide on a favorite ingredient for any of my meals, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, it would probably be red pepper flakes or something that adds a little bit of heat to the dish because I like it spicy, um, which isn't always great for the kids because Christopher especially doesn't really love spicy foods. Um, so I tone it down for him. But um, if I'm making breakfast and, and trying to dress up the eggs a little bit, I'll definitely throw in some cheese and veggies. Thank you, Mom, for the interview and your thoughts on cooking. No problem, Christopher. I don't mind doing this, especially since it means you'll probably be able to cook breakfast on your own from now on. Good job, kid. Let's start with the tools that we'll need. The tools will include a good mixing bowl, a good sized pan, a spatula, a small to medium sized pot, a pot lid, a plate, a bowl, tongs, a wooden spatula, a regular spatula, a whisk, and maybe more depending on the preference of your meal. For the scrambled eggs recipe, we're just going to need four eggs, butter to grease the pan, unless it's a non-stick pan, and you're going to do this for all of the recipes except for bacon. For the pancake recipe, you're either going to need pancake mix with a cup of milk and two eggs. Or if you don't have mix, we're going to use two cups of flour, one tablespoon of baking powder, one tablespoon of salt and sugar, one cup of milk, two eggs, and you could even add your favorite ingredients like bananas, blueberries, chocolate chips, etc. For the bacon recipe, all you need is bacon and tongs. It's that simple. For the toast recipe, all you need is bread. By preference, you can use whatever bread you want and just butter. Now for the hard-boiled eggs, we just need eggs and shells, salt and pepper, and a pot with a lid. That's it for recipes and tools. Now let's start making food. First, we'll start with pancakes. What you're going to want to do is get a mixing bowl, pour that two cups of flour into it, then crack two eggs into it, then a cup of milk too, then the baking powder, then the sugar and salt, and then mix it all together with a whisk. You want to mix it all together very thoroughly, but not too much where there's no bumps at all. Then what you're going to do is pour about one third of that into a butter greased pan, and then you can add your toppings that you desire. <laughs> you want to let that sit there until the edges of the bottom sides are brownish. If you can lift the pancake slightly and it's intact and golden, you'll go ahead and flip it very carefully. Do the same to the other side for an equally cooked pancake. 
Do this about three times to use up all of your batter, and now you have three pancakes. We're now going to move on to eggs. For scrambled eggs, you're going to take the mixing bowl, crack four eggs into it, then get a fourth of a cup of milk into it, and then add the desired amount of salt and pepper and mix it with the whisk. You can add up to a cup of milk depending on how fluffy you want the eggs. After the mixing, we're going to pour it all into a non-stick grease pan and let it sit for about a minute. Then you're going to take the wooden spatula and just move around the eggs in all different directions. Equally move around the eggs consistently and if successful, they should start to form and fold a little bit into little flaps. If the pan is dry and there's residue from the eggs on the pan, you could put it on the plate. Next is the toast. It is easily the most simple task of this breakfast. You just take the preferred bread and toast it for about one to two minutes. And then after that, you butter it up. Or if butter isn't too high on salt, then you can add avocado spread and then have another nutritious treat. Last but not least are our boiled eggs. First, you're going to want to get a small pot and fill it up with hot water so it takes less time to heat up. You then wait till the water is bubbling, then proceed to put all of the eggs into the pot. Let them sit for about five to 10 minutes and they will float when they are cooked. If you're successful while cooking, it should have a sound of about chirping. Once all the entrees are cooked, you can still warm it up and put it on the plate and go to town. Well, that was a tutorial on a balanced breakfast from me and my mother. In the next episode, we're going to show you all how to make a nutritious lunch and make it better than the last one. Before I leave, I promised I'd give you all the answer to this joke. What did the French chef give to his wife for Valentine's Day? The answer is a hug and a quiche. Thank you guys for listening to Chris's Culinary Cuisine Course. Hope to see you next time for more recipes and see you next time.